Hello everyone, my name is Byron Howell. Today is January 24th, 2020, and I wanted to take a few minutes and talk to you about how to start hearing from God. Now let me just say this, every single Christian should hear from God directly, regularly. And there are also probably very few things that could change your life, uh, like beginning to hear from God on a regular basis. I just look at all the times that God has just been so faithful, so good to us, to lead us, to guide us, to show us something important coming up in our lives. And really, I just tell you, there's few things, there are few things that will change your life, like hearing from God regularly. And, uh, you know, I have, have been fortunate enough to teach a few Bible studies in my life. And I remember I was preparing for this new believers class I was teaching one time. And I came away thinking that the idea that we shouldn't know God's will or that we shouldn't know what God wants us to do with our lives is just totally unbiblical. Uh, there is absolutely uh, no reason that you shouldn't know God's will or God's plan for your life. He's given us his Holy Spirit. And as we'll see today, there are actually a lot of different ways that God can communicate uh, his will for our lives. You know, direction, guidance, you name it. And so let me just start by reading you this verse. This is John chapter 10, and this is very important. This is Jesus. He says, The one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they know his voice. Now look, as you probably know, Jesus is the shepherd, and we are the sheep. And if you are one of the sheep, the shepherd wants to lead you by his voice. It's just that simple. And now there's a lot more to that. You know, it doesn't say that we're led by his body. We don't necessarily follow his body. We don't necessarily follow what he's doing with our eyes. But very clearly, he wants to lead you by his voice. Let me just say it again, because it's extremely important. If you are a shepherd, or excuse me, if you are one of the sheep, Jesus, the great shepherd, wants to lead you by his voice. And I just look at, again, all the times in my life where God has told me to do something, and it has just worked out wonderfully. And I really, that's just my great desire for all of you. And one of the first things that we need to do as we become Christians and grow in our relationship with God is learn how to hear his voice. And again, that's just what I want to tell you or want to help you with today. And let me just point out a few things, you know. It sounds kind of like a crazy idea, right? Hearing from God, hearing from the creator of the universe. How can we do that? Well, the fact is, is, is the Bible actually makes it simple that God has a few different communication methods that he uses. And I promise you, as you study uh, the way God speaks, that's going to tune you in. That's going to tune in your mind. That's going to tune in your spirit. We have to remember that God is a spirit. God's not a body. God's not a human. And he speaks through spiritual methods. But as you study God's communication methods, it's going to tune you in. And I guarantee you will begin hearing from God and your life will never be the same because that's exactly what God wants for your life. He wants that for every single one of us. I love how God loves us all the same, cares about us all the same. God is no respecter of persons. And if God has spoken to me countless times, which is absolutely true, then God wants to do the exact same thing for you. So let me just start by saying, you know, we do have the written word of God. And the written word of God is our primary source of his voice. 
Uh, we should be reading it. We should be studying it. And there are times that we will get direction directly from the word. Um, and some, some questions that have come up in our lives are obvious. You know, we study the word, we read it a little bit, we'll get the answer. But, you know, the word of God doesn't contain specific direction, right? Which job should I take? Uh, which person should I marry? Which house should I live in? Things like that. That's where it's really important that we learn to tune in to the voice of God because he does want to give us specific direction for our lives. And, and as we press in, as we grow closer and closer to him, the, his voice is, is just going to become clearer and louder in our lives. So what I want to do is I want to take a few minutes and just run through some of God's communication methods because this is going to bless you. So let's start with the first and the most obvious you may hear the audible voice of God. Now we see examples of that in Exodus 20. You know, the first time the Israelites ever heard the Ten Commandments, God's voice from heaven spoke and they all heard it. Apparently it was quite the sound because they told Moses, you know, don't, tell God not to speak to us anymore. You, you speak to God, then tell us what he said. But anyway, I mean, so the audible voice of God. We also see Paul hearing the audible voice of Jesus in Acts chapter 9. Now I'll tell you, I've never heard the audible voice of God or Jesus, uh, but we have to just go ahead and put it up as a potential biblical communication method, and you might hear it one day. Now let me talk about the number two way I've got here. This is dreams and visions. Now this is this verse comes from Acts chapter 2, verse 17. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. I tell you, dreams and visions are very powerful, definitely a biblical communication method, and really something that we should be praying and thinking about. You know, I, I think about one of the most important uh, dreams in recent memory that I had, and uh, it was in 2014, and a, a kind of a well-known person in the apartment industry, which is where I work as a lawyer, he buys and sells apartment buildings, approached me about doing his work. And I was busy and, and I, I said, no. I said, you know, appreciate the offer, but no thanks. Well, God spoke to me in a dream that, that I needed to do his work. And in fact, doing his work was God's plan for my life. Now, here we are today, over five years later. That is my primary client. He is an amazing man. He's actually an Orthodox Jew. He sent me to Israel uh, one time just to bless me. And I, and I could really go on and on. But God spoke to me in a dream that that was his plan for my life. And I really, I just can't imagine what the last couple of years might have been like if I hadn't made that decision and, and started doing this man's work. Just such a blessing that God would lead me to that. So dreams and visions. And I'll also say, you know, interpretation of dreams, that can be a little complicated. Some dreams are crystal clear. You know, some people shouldn't be in your life. There's some situation you shouldn't pursue. I remember one time my dad was pursuing a piece of property and God gave him a clear dream that it was a bad piece of dirt. Anyway, but not all dreams are like that. And, and, you know, the interpretation of visions and dreams, that's something we'll probably talk about in greater detail another time. But here's the point. God will speak to you through visions and dreams. That's what the Bible says. Now, number three, God may speak to you through another person. Now, look, let me just say, I think that, that the modern day Christian relies on this way too much. And, uh, and God wants to be speaking to you directly. God wants you to hear the voice of the shepherd and not really the voice of another person. Now, of course, 
Uh, the Bible talks about the spiritual gifts, which are word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and, and prophecy. Now, that's God speaking to you through another person operating in a spiritual gift. And those are wonderful, very important. Uh, that's, you know, you're in kind of a church setting or a spiritual setting, and someone might be operating in a spiritual gift. Let's be honest. That's not part of most people's everyday life, but, but it is for some of us, and it could come up. What I'm talking about is you have a situation in your life, so you're going to go ask a few Christians what they think. You know, frankly, there's really not a biblical image of that, certainly not any kind of dominant biblical picture that that's something we should be doing regularly. And, and I would caution you to be very careful about that. I remember I recently asked a Christian friend of mine for advice, and, and I got it as advice, but, but subsequently I realized, you know, this person thinks totally different than I do about a, a large area of our lives. And, you know, that probably wasn't God's will for me to go and seek out their advice. So we need to be careful about that. Obviously, you know, most of us have good Christian friends and there's good sources of advice, but you need to be careful. And I will say this, we're going to talk in a moment about the principle uh, that by every two or three witnesses, let a word be established. Before you make any significant life change or, or directional change in your life, you want to have at least two or three witnesses, especially if you're thinking about making a big change based on what some other Christian said to you. You really need to get that confirmed by God through one of his other communication methods. And I'll make that point real quick. You know, when we're talking about God's communication methods, you know, an ad on Facebook, or some random heathen in your office or whatever. There's a lot of ways that we may think we're hearing from God. Those are not God's communication methods according to the Bible. Now, I'm not saying that God can never use those things, but they we, they should be classified as unreliable or, you know, uh, reliable only very slightly. And we need to be listening to God according to his biblical communication methods. So let me talk about the next one. God will speak to you through his word. We touched on that briefly. Obviously, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of clear to most of us, right? I have a situation in my life. I'm going to read the word of God. I'm going to go through some verses that maybe touch on this issue. And you know what? Sometimes as we do that, the answer's clear, right? You know, we see what to do. We see the decision we should make. We see the situation we should avoid. And that's a wonderful thing. But you know, the other thing that spending time in the word of God does is opens us up to the Spirit of God. You know, the Bible says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When you spend time with the Word of God, you're spending time with God. So as you're reading, it opens you up to the leading of the Holy Spirit, the voice of the Holy Spirit. These things will, will as you're spending time in the Word, it opens you to the voice of God, the direct voice of God. So reading the Word is a powerful way that we can begin hearing from God on a regular basis. Now let's go on to the next one. This is a good one. God may speak to you through an angel. You know, that's never happened to me. I've never seen or heard from an angel, but based on the word of God, it could happen. Uh, there are examples of that in the New Testament, so it could happen to you as well. Again, never happened to me. Now, let's talk about this next one. This is very important for a Christian. You may hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. I would say this is definitely one of the ways that God most wants to communicate to his you know, New Testament church. So the voice of the Holy Spirit. 
We see a lot of examples of this in the book of Acts. We see Peter hearing from the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 10. We see uh, Philip in Acts chapter 8 also hearing from the Holy Spirit. But, but what does that sound like? How can we practically discuss hearing from the Holy Spirit? Well, first of all, you have to understand that when you became a Christian, the very Spirit of God came to live inside of you. And He knows everything. He knows the deep things of God. He knows God's will for your life, everything God wants for you, everything God's prepared for you. The Holy Spirit knows it all. Please, please, please take some time and read 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I would say that's one of the most important chapters in the whole Bible. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And it talks about how the Holy Spirit of God is given to us to reveal God's will to us. So, as I'm going through life, when the Holy Spirit speaks, let me tell you how I recognize it. It is a voice that's coming from inside of me. We all know that our mind has a voice and we hear the voice of our mind from time to time. Pretty much constantly, really, if you're, if you're like me. Most people hear your voice of your mind constantly. But so the voice of the Holy Spirit, because he is inside you, also comes up inside you. But it's not the voice of your mind. The Holy Spirit's voice is distinct. It's unique. It's almost like, whoa, whoa, where did that come from? And it's authoritative and it's clear, but you can tell the difference because it, it's like it came out of nowhere and it didn't come from your mind. And I'm not saying you're necessarily going to begin operating in this immediately, but begin listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's what I want to help you with today in this video. As we look at the biblical communication methods that God uses in his word, it starts tuning us in. God will speak to you through his Holy Spirit and you'll hear it, but you don't hear it with your ears, you hear it inside yourself. And let me just give you a quick example of that. I remember one time I was uh, fretting about some situation with my children, didn't know what to do, I was worried about it, and all of a sudden I heard clearly the voice of the Holy Spirit. And he said, those are my kids. Now, you know, uh, really it was a very powerful statement because in an instant, God told me that he loves my kids, that he was gonna take care of my kids, that this particular situation I was worried about, I didn't need to be worried, he was gonna help me out with that. And, and really, uh, just a powerful word. But that's an example of one time when I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. It was like it came out of nowhere, but I recognized that it was God, and he spoke something that really blessed me. Now, let me say one more here. This is uh, number seven that we've gone through, and this is, I would say, this is also very important. This is the, the Holy Spirit will bear witness with our spirit. This is a bit complicated, but we've got to talk about it. So let me read you this verse. This is Romans chapter 8, verse 16. The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Please consider watching my video from last week where I talk about when we get born again, it's our spirit man that gets born again, recreated, totally like God, totally without sin. Our spirit is perfect. This verse in Romans 8, Romans 8 is extremely important as well. Please spend some time in Romans 8. Romans 8 talks about how we have our spirit, but God's spirit is also dwelling within us 
revealing things to our spirit, guiding our spirit, leading our spirit. And the first thing, or at least one of them, that the Holy Spirit reveals to our spirit is you're one of God's children now. God loves you. God's got a plan for your life. So he bears witness with our spirit. And the Holy Spirit will guide us and lead us by our spirits constantly as we go through life. That's one of the ways that you can hear from God regularly, almost on demand. God, I've got this situation in my life. What do you want me to do? What's the right thing to do? You can check in with the Holy Spirit because he is constantly within you. He is constantly ready to deliver God's will to your spirit. The Bible even says he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. You have this constant unity between your spirit and the Holy Spirit, which is one of the major ways that we can hear from God. And how does it feel? How can we get practical? Let's say I have a decision to make or I'm considering doing something. I check with the Holy Spirit. That might sound a little crazy, and I admit it, it kind of does, especially when you first start thinking about these things. But it's simple. God, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, your spirit wants to guide me into your will. Father, I'm checking in right now. What is the Holy Spirit saying about this situation? And then you just got to take a breath and, and try to focus on the spiritual side of yourself for a moment. For lack of a better word, you focus on the spirit. And then I begin thinking, how do I really feel about this situation? Do I feel like I'm going to throw up? Do I feel like uh, there's, there's this kind of unsettled, this lack of peace in my heart? No. Maybe I feel great. Maybe I feel very peaceful about the situation. That's the inner peace that comes from God. Let me read you this verse. This is Colossians 3.15. I tell you, if you get one verse out of this message, this is going to bless you. And this is Colossians 3.15 from the Amplified. He says, And let the peace or soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule or act as an umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds in that peaceful state to which you were called. The Holy Spirit of God and the peace that he brings will help you decide and settle with finality all questions that arise in your minds. God, should I be pursuing this? God, should I be doing that? Should I be associated with these people? Where is the peace? Do I feel peace? Do I feel a spiritual peace that comes from God? Amen. Wonderful. Let's do it. Do, how do I really feel though? I need to be honest with myself. You know what? I've got this situation. I don't feel good about it. In the integrity of my heart, God, I think it's wrong. You know what? I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. My friends, this may be something that you've never thought about, that you've never even considered, that, that God would lead you by a sense of peace that's in your spirit, which is given to you from his spirit. I get it. That's a bit kind of out there, a bit complicated. Let's be honest. But this is the biblical communication method. This is what the Bible says is one of the ways that God wants to lead you into his plans for your life. 
So pray about it. Study the word about it. Give it time. Start tuning in. Start checking in. I tell you, you start doing this in the integrity of your heart. You start making decisions based on the way you think the peace of God is leading you. You're going to see results. You're going to begin hearing from God. You're going to see, you know, yourself avoiding the wrong things and pursuing the right things because God is going to lead you into his plan for his life. Now, just to wrap it up today, I want to focus on three very important rules. And these are rules to live by for the rest of your life as you pay attention to God. So the first one, by the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. This is a biblical rule that shows up a few times. One place you'll see it is Matthew chapter 18. I'm not saying that this applies to 100% of situations. Sometimes the Bible is crystal clear. You don't need another witness. You know exactly what to do based on the Word of God, based on maybe something else, uh, some other divine communication method. Hey, you, you hear the audible voice of God in your life. You could probably go for it. You know what I'm saying? But look, most of these things, the peace of God, um, you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, something like that. You hear from God. You believe you've heard from God through one of the biblical communication methods we've discussed today. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, God, I think I heard from you. I'm not positive. I'm new to this. Please confirm your word to me through one of your other biblical communication methods. That's a totally biblical prayer. God will honor that prayer. And you just need to stay tuned in. So there is a biblical principle that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. And especially if that first witness for the decision you're going to make is just some random other person or even a Christian friend that kind of gave you random advice. If you think that was God, hey, let's, let's be honest. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. We need to hear another voice. We need another witness. Here's the second rule. This is very simple to remember. The voice of God or the spoken word of God will never, ever violate the written word of God. I tell you, this has saved me a number of times for doing something that maybe I thought was God. God is never going to tell you to do something sinful. God is never going to tell you to, uh, to walk outside of love. Remember, love is the dominant law we have as Christians. God is going to always speak to you in line with his word. So, you know, let's just, you know, we don't need to think up sinful examples, as I'm sure we all could. Let's be honest. The voice of God will never contradict the word of God. God honors his word, his written word, above his own name. So that's rule number two. And here's the last one. This comes to us... Uh, Remember, remember when Jesus had the water and he turned the water into wine at the wedding? Remember what Mary told the servants at the feast? Boy, Mary got it. And considering that this was Jesus' first miracle, how she got it, I don't know. But let's be honest. She had a revelation that, that Jesus was the Son of God and that he knew what to do, even though he had never done another miracle in his whole life. Because it says, clearly, this was his first miracle. But Mary tells the servants, Whatever he tells you to do, do it. And that's the rule. Whatever God tells you to do, do it. That is the secret to seeing God's plan for your life, to seeing God's will for your life. That is the secret to seeing the supernatural show up. One of the great principles of the Bible, not really even hidden, is that God is going to tell you to do crazy stuff. 
That's how it works. God, I want to do this. God, I'm pursuing that. Okay, here's the crazy thing you have have to do. You, I mean, I could go on and on. Abraham, move away from your family. Go out to this land you've never seen. Gideon, you're going to face 100,000 Midianite soldiers. I want you to go after them with only a few hundred people. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Think about everything Jesus did. You know, remember he says, he tells the lepers, go show yourself to the priest. They weren't healed yet. They weren't cleansed yet. He told them to do something crazy. And that was the secret to their miracle. Here's the key. It's not designed to make sense. It's designed to make faith. So that's the rule. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. And remember Job, Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. That needs to become one of the, just the foundational principles of your life. Whatever God tells you to do, you're going to do it. And no matter how crazy it sounds, you're going to trust God. So guys, today we have talked about several of the biblical communication methods. I'm not saying this is 100% all of them, but this list is pretty comprehensive as you go through the word of God and see how he speaks to his people. Let me be crystal clear. If you are one of God's sheep, if you are a Christian, God wants you to hear his voice. Jesus wants to lead you by his voice, and he absolutely will do that. By studying the biblical communication methods, going through the word of God, looking at the things we've talked about today, it is going to tune you in to the way God speaks, and I guarantee you will begin hearing from God. And when you do, no matter what, you trust him and obey and guys, there is simply no words to say the impact it will have on your life when you begin hearing from God and doing what he says. Your life is going to change. Your relationship with God is going to go to an entirely different level. You'll never look back. You'll never want to look back and you'll crave it. You'll get addicted to it. More, Lord. More, Lord. Speak, Lord. I want to do what you said. I want to do the crazy things you told me to do because let's face it, that's the key to the miraculous and that's key to living on a whole nother level, uh, a level of excitement and supernatural occurrences that God has for your life. So look, I appreciate you taking the time. Share this video. I'm going to put this video on my YouTube Byron Howell ministry page. I'm going to share it a few more times because I want people to hear from God. It's just that simple. Well, I love you. God bless you and have a great day.